Am I? Yeah, I'm Mark. I'm not Alchemist on this one. All right. Yeah, we're good. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. It's, it's, it's going good. Getting there. Oh, man. Nice. Sorry. Let's do that again because I was just moving my, just realizing that I was really far away from the picture. Hmm. Um, it is going good. How are you doing? Justin, uh, pretty good. Um, it's been actually mostly good stuff the last couple of weeks. Great. Tell me. Um, all right. So first is on the health side. Uh, the last five days, I've gone running four times. And I also did one day of uh, body weight exercises, like dips and pull-ups and stuff. Oh, okay. So that's, uh, that's the best I've been this year since January. Oh, that, that's cool. And it, uh, yeah, it definitely feels good. Um, although I, I did uh, get a little bit of twinge feeling like above my right Achilles. And like it, I've done a ton of running. I know this was not just normal fatigue. So I was, you know, just like stopped maybe halfway through what I was going to do today and then uh, um, been taking it really easy at home. Probably going to take two days off instead of just one because uh, I think it's it's just one of those signs of like my body's not quite ramped up to doing this much yet. Now, we have we have essentially been two weeks since we since we spoke, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Cool. Well, that's good to hear about health. So um, are you seeing any sort of effects like with, with weight loss or anything like that? Not weight loss. So like my, my experience with running is it doesn't really make me lose weight until I'm doing, say, more than five hours a week. There, there is a certain point where it flips, where I'm just burning, you know, like five to 10,000 calories a week. And it, it kind of like dulls my appetite too. Mm. Like it just sort of sinks me. Um, Interesting, but but it, it low like right now I'm just doing maybe forty minutes, forty five minutes, and this this week I've done five times, but mostly it's been less than that. So um, that's just enough to make me feel better. Like uh, um, it definitely has me thinking a little bit more clearly, and I have a bit more energy, and it's easier to sleep and that kind of thing. Okay, um, but no, you know, no weight loss. I, I think that would take. It would take more, and it would take more time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm also the stuff that I'm doing. I'm not seeing weight loss, but I am seeing more controlled blood sugar. Um, I have hit my goals. Uh, in fact, um, just 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 health. So we'll sort of do one to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Good. So um, let's see. Over 14 days, I've I've been within range for 80 percent of the time. Um, you know, my goal was 70 percent, so that's cool. And within the last seven days. Um, I've been within range for 94%, which is kind of cool. I think that's, that's the good. best yeah. you've ever reported. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. So I uh, just, I mean, I don't, I can't quite work out what the F is is doing it. Like, I mean, I know that eating a lot of salad does it, but it some some weeks it really works well, and other weeks there's there's issues. I don't know. I guess the one thing is, is this last week I have definitely had no alcohol. Prior to that, I was continuing to drink alcohol. I think alcohol is basically the key. It's the that is the ratchet that that basically fucks me up or not. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure it makes you eat other stuff. I don't even know how you'd evaluate that. For I mean, I just don't know yeah. about it because it's it's weird. It's like seven calories a gram, and they it's never talk. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you, if you like look at some uh, some like fitness site, they're never like breaking down alcohol as a macronutrient. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. kind of assumed. So I don't know. I don't, I'd, I'd, something, I started drinking coffee within the last couple of weeks. Maybe that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't doing coffee before that. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, I mean, it's complicated. And there's, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that you're seeing now that just like a lagging indicator of what you were doing two months ago. Yeah, so. that's probably true. That's probably yeah. very true. Yeah. So how about, um, so how do we want to, how do we want to do it in the new show format? So we said we were going to do sections where we were doing screen share. We're going to have a middle section where we do screen sharing, which is not for yeah. the podcast. And we are going to have uh, the top and tail, which is the podcast uh, element. So how do you want to do something like um, updates do we say it two times? Do we say it one times with an audio and then one times with a screen share? Or do we just, I mean, how, how do you? I think we could just, you know, I think for an update, we can just say what we've done, like at a high level. And then okay. after that, we can like dig more into it or, or just, you know, show neat screens of, of stuff we've got done. Hmm. Well, for me, um, my update is I got kind of sidetracked to working on nugget instead of working on yeah. um, <laughs> instead of working on task flow but i have put together an interesting bio page which i've put on nugget which which you can access from nugget.one forward slash forward slash jv and what i have listed on that bio page is that my main side hustle is task flow even okay. though i'm actually working on nugget and it's just just sort of working on Nugget because I think there's there's some there's just there's a marketing idea the bootcamp thing that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I just sort of need to get that out the window. Is, is had, that public yet? It's not public, and it's taking a lot longer than I had planned. And that's sort of just getting in the way of the task flow work. But once that bootcamp goes live, then I will flip back to task flow. Yeah, yeah. I looked at that uh, um, founder fit page that you sent me. Oh, the, yeah, the, 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 the seven different. Yeah. Seven success. Fit. Yeah, yeah. Success factors. Yeah. Is, um, so that one's still just like just private so far. It, well, it's private, but I'm, I'd love to get your feedback. Yeah. I, I thought it, I mean, I thought it looked pretty useful. Um, it's, it's definitely the kind of thing that I think it's going to appeal more to people who've already tried and failed a few times as okay. opposed to someone who's just like, I'm going to, you know, leave the, the corporate manacles and, and do something independently. You know, someone who's like really fired up and like is going out for their first try. They're probably going to see that and be like, well, a, I, you know, I'm a fit for like running Amazon or something. That's what I really, uh, I really hope that they don't do that. And the very first lesson. So, um, so basically just to give some context, the, the boot camp, the, the way that I start the boot camp is, is I'm saying, look, this, this indie, being an indie founder, at least 50%, if not more, is about just doing things that are in the, the right context for you as a founder. Like, don't try and build Amazon. <laughs> you know? Like, that's, exactly. that's just out of scale. It's out of scale. So the first, the first factor of the seven factors is context. Um, the second is customers. But let's just talk about context. Because I think this is cool because this is a mental model as well. I've started writing yeah. the lesson and I've got the mental model for you. So the, and this is such a great 
way of explaining how important founder context is. And it's been, it's been absolutely elusive to me over the last four years to try and pin down how to explain this shit, but I finally got it. It is... My, my kid um, introduced me to this game called Adventure Up, my five-year-old son. Okay. Adventure Up on Roblox. So Adventure Up is like this game where you, you basically start off with level one. I mean, like any game, you start at the, right. at the beginning. And then you earn experience points and then you get to level two and then you earn experience points, you get to level three. And basically at level one, all the stuff you have to do is like just the basics. You're learning the basic moves, the basic concepts is kind of boring. And then level two, it's a bit more interesting. And by the time you get to level 40, you are like Superman in this game. Like you have so many powers. Like the main challenges from earlier levels are, are like core things you have to do repeatedly. Core things, together. it's just boring. You have to do it, but you do win points. You get, you, you gradually get through. So this is such a great mental model because this is, this is exactly the same as being a founder. For two reasons. First of all, you have to start at level one. You can't go to level 50. Like, if you just try yeah. and jump straight into level 50, you're just going to fall flat on your face. In fact, you can't even do it. The game won't let you. Unfortunately, in Founder, you can try and start at level 50, which is build Amazon. You know, that's, that's yeah. going straight to level 50. Like, that's insane. But the other thing, and this is super important, is that um, every game is different. So even if you are already a millionaire and you're very successful and you've made money selling computers online, and I'm, I'm drawing from a real example, so I, mm -hmm. you know, I worked for a guy who made millions selling computers online. And then he decided, I'm going to build a SaaS app. So he That's thought, he, it's a different game. But he thought he was playing at level 50 of building a SaaS app. And he went straight to level 50 or straight to level 25 or whatever. And essentially fell flat on his face and spent a lot of money because he skipped out all, this, all the levels 1 through 25. And I think that's why it's such a great mental model. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of did the same thing too, because I had a, like a brick and mortar business that was running and doing fine for like four years. So as a result, after I learned how to program, I just thought, oh, this will be easy. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's, it's cheap. You don't have to like hire lots of people and you don't need to rent a big place. You can just use the internet. That's what, that's what the draw is. So you, so you're successful at something. I mean, I think the draw for him was, okay, selling computers, the margins suck. You know, right, right, like, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'll, I'll do software. The margins are amazing. You know, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, um, and so, so how did you? So, so you know, more specifically, like if you could, if you could say what levels one, two, three, four, and five were for what you do, versus what level did you actually try and jump in at? Like, sort of being specific. Like, what is the first thing you should have done? Yeah, versus what's the first thing you did do? Um. Well, I'm. Part of this is actually because of uh, the earlier nugget lessons that I've seen, but, but also just from people that I've followed online. Like I think the best level one is write an ebook, just like a simple info product and get distribution through Twitter, sell it on Gumroad. I, I think that's like the simplest thing you can do that you don't need uh, you don't need a site at all. Uh, if you have one, you can make like a, uh, just a simple landing page. So basically all you're doing is collecting emails, building your following through, you know, a viral social media channel. Now, if you're not doing, if you're not like targeting devs with a book, maybe not Twitter, maybe just pick some other social media channel. But um, yeah, like you, you have just one thing to worry about, which is getting 
people interested in what you're making or I'm making something people are interested in. And then maybe uh, the next step after that that looks really appealing to me is uh, productized service because even though it's not quite as easily scalable as a SaaS, it is really scalable uh, much more so than, than an info product. So and what's interesting, can I just, can just going to enter- start fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to enter. So just a couple of things. Um, something else that's a great mental model about this is within the game of adventure up, they have careers. So you have an overall level, which is, um, you know, zero through, I think 60 is their max one through 60, mm-hmm. but then you have wood, wood chopping career, you have foraging career and they all go from one through 60. So the Got reason it. why I say, the reason why I say that is because what you just, the first thing you just said was essentially starting at level one at marketing. So basically marketing and building an audience. And there, there might even be some, some sort of levels within some gradients within that concept of building an ebook, you know, like even yeah. how do you just get that first person to your page? You know, that's yeah. kind of level one, right? Level I, th- two. Yeah. I think you'd still need that though with a more complicated business. Like, if you if you have a SaaS app, like you still need to somehow get attention. Oh, uh, listen! Yeah. I was talking to a founder on Nugget the other day, who basically, for all intents and purposes, was saying he just didn't want to do marketing, and and he wanted to to clone another company that was already successful, and just launch it. And I was like, how? Like, you've got to do marketing now, or you've got to do marketing then. But like the gamble is to just spend six months building something and then do marketing. Like even if it is a clone, yeah. you, like you still you've got to validate your own self. Like can you get the people, and you need to validate them now or in six months. In six months six yeah, months. and also I think I mean this is kind of a, a side tangent, but I think if you're cloning something, the marketing is even more important because you don't even have novelty going for it. Like you're you're being compared directly against something that's very similar. Well. Right, exactly. So, so, like if you're the only one in the world that makes X, you know, then maybe you don't have to. Well, it's true because well. because cloning is is a great way. I liken cloning to um, to going ahead and opening up a, a liquor mart down the road from all the from all the other liquor marts. Right. I, it's it's sort of like that because it's like it's proven. You know that liquor marts work, and you've just got to just. Move, make your liquor mart a little bit away from everyone else's and then people will yeah. start but the, but the thing is you do need, with, with cloning there is a point where slightly different where you will have to differentiate at some point because in a, in a in a like you say like in a in a comparison page on one of these comparison sites everyone's going to say well it's exactly the same what's the difference and the only way you can learn how to make a difference is guess how customers <laughs> well, actually, it's, it's even it's even worse than that because it's like exactly the same, but fewer testimonials and less history, and and you know looks less safe. So, well, I mean, look, I I'm, I've got a, a friend and a and a Nugget member who who cloned who cloned a product, and mm-hmm. is making I don't know five five to ten times more than the original product, and I've I've seen that happen in two cases. So basically, they 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 clone it feature for feature. They then successfully get customers into it. They then talk to those customers and learn from those customers, and then they go off on their own path 
because because essentially they they're learning from their customers and there's a perfectly good chance that you could do a better job i mean slack is a better is is a is a hip chat clone yeah <laughs> they did I mean, a much they, better they, job they won't ever admit that but yeah no. i agree yeah right um so okay so we we've got like three three levels on the stack now i want to just like pop a couple off and go back sure. so okay uh back to the uh like what i think of the levels of different things that that i would try or what i did do so i, I would say like maybe level one would be the uh the info product that's you know really straightforward then maybe the productized service would be like level five and then maybe a SaaS is level 10 and what i started with was a two-sided marketplace it actually is worse than that because it was oh. a series of two-sided marketplaces that's that's level that's level it 50. it was a language learning app where uh, it wasn't limited to any sets of languages so maybe you have as i said before you know like maybe you have um you know thai speakers learning chinese or chinese speakers learning japanese or japanese speakers learning english you know so it was uh just this this array of two-sided marketplaces with very unequal demand across any of the pairs, except maybe French and Spanish um, have about equal demand with each other. So um, that is something where in order to succeed, like I basically needed funding and I wasn't good at raising money. So it's... Uh, so so um, <clears throat> I registered, the, well, first of all, yes. Radically different, okay. Yeah. So let me just tell you the so in in the one in if the I, example I, that I if I can go back like one more one more step though yeah of course go okay um, so back to the original thing my update for this week is that I have uh, made one new screencast for Alchemist Camp which is about the reactor site I'll show you in a little bit yeah uh, I've I've done the editing for three of these discussions um, haven't written up the show notes or published them yet so you mean editing like like you've got a screen a screen version and a podcast version yeah i've gotten way faster at doing it like basically yes. i just need to line up the audio and i found like the audio only jumps at certain times where i, th I think it's like when one of our cpus gets really busy mm -hmm. then there will just be like some extra time in, in that side's recorded audio so i just like take that out line them up have to do that maybe two, three spots. Then I watch the entire thing at three and a half X speed and just catch and see if there's a mistake. Cause it like, even at that speed, I can see like, Oh, there was like, you know, something that didn't. Can quite... you hear me saying, Hey, get rid of this bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so it's, uh, um, yeah, I do that. And then maybe one, one last touch up and then video is good. Then I use the audio from that as a starting point for the audio track and just clip out the middle, it's good to go. So how long is the, is the podcast now? Um, an audio one? Yeah. That, that's pretty variable, but okay. around half an hour-ish. Oh, still get, yeah. still get half an hour. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, then the other thing is I got my first sale on Phoenix Igniter. Yes. And I, I haven't sent out the email to people yet. I actually haven't done that pitch, but someone just like found their way in and bought it. So, um, and then they emailed me and told me like, you know, their background and why they were interested. So uh, that's a really good sign. Very, that, very uh, good sign. Someone yeah. just like saw a login button, went in and bought it. 
So, um, yeah, feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, congrats. And, That's uh, a giant, giant level up right there. Got a lot of, well, it's only 60 bucks, but, you know. I'm, no, but it's, it, it's it'll a be threshold. More. It's a threshold. Yeah. It's a threshold of, like, it's supremely Revenue important. Positive. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that. It's not that it's just revenue positive. It, it's it's like, I mean, it's it's significant validation. I mean, it's 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 like, it's like walking over a threshold. It's like this proves this proves that this can be sold. Which, in other words, sh shit. If you can sell if you can sell one, you can sell a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 true. Pretty, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's the full update. Should we go to the video sharing? Sure. There's, there, someone was just like saying, oh, I'm, there was a post, I'm extremely disillusioned with technology. But when you read between the lines, it just sounds like they're actually disillusioned with the VC growth model. Like, it just, they just sound, they're just essentially sounding like, uh, I mean, I was, I was like really um, taken advantage of by, the, by VCs, essentially. Okay, I, I think yeah. I did see this. Yeah. And uh, so I just um, there was a there was a, a presentation that I'd already put together, but I I just sort of made it super. I just cut out everything except for the stuff just about the VCs. Um, just mm -hmm. basically saying, look, you know, this is the this is the background to VCs. So I put that out there. No one's looked at it, and that's fine. I don't care. I think. But, oh, you you're tra you can track who's or how many people have seen it. Well, no, I mean, it just the let's see the. There was zero upvotes on it, so I'm, I'm oh, and it was in the middle okay. of a page. It was like in the middle of all of this. I'm guessing no one saw it, but it might be something I can use at some point in the future. Yeah, and and no loss. Yeah, I right. I, I think yeah, Hacker News is probably not the place that's most aligned with that message, no, though, for sure. <laughs> given that it's part of YC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep, that's uh, probably true. Probably true. It's funny with Hacker News, you never really know what is going to get upvoted. So, and some things get um, upvote, like commented on, but don't get upvoted. You know, the, so they create a lot of like, yeah, discussion. Yeah. But the, yeah. My guess is those are the, you can't sort like you can on Reddit, but my guess is those are the controversial th things where they're getting lots of upvotes and lots of downvotes. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's really hard to tell though. For whatever reason, I, like I don't. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't think I like Hacker News as much as I like Indie Hackers or some other sites. But for whatever reason, it's easier for me to get upvotes on Hacker News. Like far easier for me to get upvotes there than Indie Hackers. And there's a lot more people, which is great. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Um, it's often not. It's often not getting upvotes in a useful way, though. Like, it, like, it's not like I'm selling things by getting upvotes. I'm just, you know, making an interesting point. Check it out. Uber's laying off 3,700 people. Yeah, didn't they, uh, didn't they just fire their CFO or CEO even? See, uh, well, you mean Travis Kalanick? No, well, that was a while ago. I think yeah. I think the new one is either fired or might be on the way out. Really? Uh, I think so. I, I, I'm pretty sure they fired their CFO, like after just two months or something. Mm. I yeah, I don't know how much it's going to be in the stock price, but it's. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to say how much is Uber's problem and how much is 
how much is just the you know the market conditions like i i don't know i although uber eats should be killing it right now that's true yeah i i would think they would be like more protected than airbnb or something i mean imagine laying on 3700 man that's gonna just give you so much cash i mean obviously it sucks for them but for the company it's gonna give them i mean how much how much cash? That's, how that's many people do they man. employ now Jason always said, you know, every time he'd go down to Uber headquarters, he'd be like, whoa, there's, there's like a hundred more people. Whoa, there's like two new buildings. Whoa. Yeah, well, <laughs> well they, they were like a model for blitzscaling. Yeah. Oh, um, it's, that's a word, blitzscale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a word. Like, uh, Reed Hoffman has popularized that. In fact, I think he's got a whole podcast called Blitzscaling. Interesting. Wow, blitzscaling. So blitzscaling, can, that only works through VC growth model, right? Not necessarily. Um, Groupon, I think, is a good example. They got VC later on, but they like their model is we're going to live someplace cheap, and we'll just have floor after floor after floor filled with sales reps that go push deals really hard. And mm. even though we're losing money, like we will have positive cash flow because we're selling more deals, and we have like you know some lag between when uh you know we get the money from the um uh, from the uh customer who's offering the the deal and when we have to or when we get paid by the customer who's buying the deal and when we have to pay the money out to the customer offering the deal so they they just like off of that ca- cash flow edge and the fact they were growing fast they were able to operate at uh an increasing loss four years while they they were like the fastest company ever to get to a billion dollars at the time mm-hmm. so i mean they're, they're a little weird they're weird very weird for silicon valley though like normally you don't have like um thousands of sales reps and and just a, a hundred or a couple hundred engineers mm-hmm. yeah group one yeah very strange yeah it's funny how that so far the two blitzscaling things that I know about Uber and Groupon. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's some questions about those companies. Groupon, I, I think they might be. I, actually, I think Paul Graham has even said like they're like the marginal case of the company where maybe their sales was too good. <laughs> like they uh, they they basically outstripped their um, engineering ability. And like when I was there, it was it was just terrifying technical debt everywhere. Like oh Salesforce yeah. was basically the database. I mean, they, they, they had their own database, but it was like number one goal in 2013 was like uh, get rid of the dependency of, of Salesforce in 2014. Like that was also the number one goal. <laughs> um, and they bought like all the copycats. Like, yeah, I, I think, now like it's you know it's it's probably pretty stable but the like the the growth you know the crazy growth is over i mean with covid groupon's business is it does it yeah. have the same value i don't know so so i i should say so i worked there 2013 and 2014 yeah and i showed up like a little bit after the very weird but but clearly impressive founder had left. So I, I think, you know, what, what happened is, is like they were kind of a, 
a crazy weird place that was growing fast, but maybe not that sustainable. And, you know, he was uh, drinking beer on the, the uh, um, quarterly update meetings or something. And, you know, like when Kara Swisher asked him when he was going to IPO or if there was any news about an IPO, he just like his, his response was just, <laughs> and didn't say anything. He just got totally silent. It was really awkward. And she was, <laughs> and so she's like, well, that's not going to work. And like circled back to it later and he did it again. It was, you know, it, um, yeah, he, he had, they had so many uh, quirky things that helped them though, because they, uh, they had such an inherently boring business. It's like, how do you, how do you keep millions of people on an email list where you're sending them, a pitch every single day to try to get them to buy something and being really zany and creative helped for sure. Yeah. But I, but I think it's one of those things where it's like after the founder left, like they, they did get like way more serious and way, way better, uh, way better control over everything. But I, I think even when I was there, it was like, there was no hope anymore that they would grow super fast mm-hmm. or there was just a tiny one. Tiny hope. Yeah, and, and I think that's how it is with Uber too. I yeah, mean, yeah, know. you're right. There is a there is a tiny hope that the stock will go will go up and that everything will be everything will be hunky dory again. I mean, I mean, I don't mean the stock. I mean just the company. Like I, I feel, I mean, like, I could be wrong, but I'm kind of starting to wonder. Like, is their most valuable thing going to be the fact that they own a double digit percentage of uh, Didi Chuxing in China? Is it going to be like Yahoo was getting the early stake in Alibaba? Mm, mm, interesting. Yeah. And like no one would have imagined that would be possible like three years ago. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> what else? Did you, did you have a mental model for today or are we good for mental model now? Um, it will probably come to me like right when we're doing our updates or our, uh, our goal setting, I should say. Um, goal setting what's your goal what's your okay so my goal is kind of related to my progress the one big piece of progress that i did not share is that i now have a resident card yay i can buy masks i i don't have to leave until next april at least a lot of other good things that's awesome the one thing that's a little challenging which uh has has, uh, is flowing straight into my goal is the requirement to renew an entrepreneur visa is much higher than to get one. Hmm. And basically in order to renew it next year, there, there are a few criteria, but the most likely one that I can hit is to get a hundred thousand us. It's actually 3 million Taiwanese, but it's about a hundred thousand us in revenue. That's so cool that 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 like literally to just stay there you have to earn money. Yeah, yeah. So that is so awesome. And it it's a little bit more than that even. Like I have to basically I have to earn enough that I have enough buffer that I feel comfortable opening a Taiwanese company. And hmm. then that takes like two and a half months. And then after that's done, then the clock is ticking and I need to get like a hundred K in the remainder of the year. So it's like, it's, it's actually more than I was going to guess I would hit. Like, I, I think if I just, by how much, the, if I kept the same growth rate as I had last year, 
I should be at about 60k, 70k maybe. This is beautiful year. because it's it's so the it's, it's the gun to the head like you yeah. know like Jason yeah. Jason spoke about that. It's like when you have a gun to your head you will make it happen. Yeah, and and it's not like the the requirement is 10 million. Like like mm. it's it's a bit out of the range of what I I thought uh of what I was like planning for to be honest but i think it's doable so i i'm basically now i'm, I'm i've got some uh some obligations with this uh, uh the startup incubator that sponsored me um, and by incubator they're they're not like uh they're not uh an accelerator like they're not they don't have any equity in in my company they're not giving money but it just kind of, it's more like a co-working space that has events but uh, I'm helping him with, with like one conference uh, each month for a couple months. What's your target price for Phoenix Igniter? Two forty once it's so once it's full. One hundred divided by two forty. I think to hit this, I need to four hundred customers, four hundred sales of, of of Phoenix Igniter. No, it's got to be more than that. Wait, four hundred. Did I make it wrong? Hang on. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you got it. Four hundred times two forty. Yeah, it's just over four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Now four hundred is not is not a lot. Like every time I've started a business, I've got at least four hundred customers. That's uh, yeah. It. I don't even know how to evaluate that because it's it's probably going to be a little bit easier to sell an alchemist camp because it's a one-off sale. That's my guess. It's still a small market, but um, I, I think I may need something more in order to hit the, hit the goal, but isn't it going to be, isn't it going to be um, support? So enterprise levels, uh, enterprise level SLA. So you just go ahead and just sell a couple of, you know, $2,500 licenses? I was, I was thinking uh, Teams features, so, something that only a, a company would want, like an already existing company would want. Teams, teams could do, but, but the problem with Teams is you have to, you have to build a bunch of stuff. Whereas right. if, you do, if you just do, look, enterprise license, and, and you know, basically I'm, I'll be here for any call, which is essentially exactly what you are for any customer, but the thing is you're just codifying it. Yeah, you can. Well, you that's can sell a, that's a productized service of me, which uh, is is uh, yeah. I, well, I see but, what you're saying. But you won't get money. You won't. You won't. I mean, let me just say, it's going to be exactly the same level of support as it is for other people. It's just you yeah. just code. You're just codifying it and just sort of saying, "Yep, you know, I'll set up. I'll set up meetings with you. I'll do team meetings with you. I'll jump on. I'll jump on the phone with you." But you're going to pretty much do that with every other customer anyway. I don't jump on the calls with everybody. Like I, I've done a few times for like customer research, but there are too many people to do that with. Well, you've only sold one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can do it with this for, for now. Can't do it with 400. But uh, I, I think that's a good idea though. Like, like well, some, but with 400, you like, won't get... So, so the thing is, can we, let's just talk about this for a minute. All right. I, 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 
probably disagree that you can't do it with 400 wool. I, I mean, that's what I do. And um, you just don't get that many people talking to you because people generally don't want to talk to you. People, people don't want to be in a position where they sort of go, help me do this. Most people want to figure it out. Yeah. That's, that's, that's basically the fact. Very few people actually take you up on, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll get down on a, I'll get on a call with you. <laughs> well, my, my good buddy, Liam, who, uh, who live streams or used to live stream on Facebook for people in Taiwan learning English, he did some paid courses and one of them, he had a premium tier where people could like send him questions in Facebook chat. And he had this one customer named, actually, I shouldn't say his name. Just but, no, don't. Uh, he had this one customer who uh, just had question after question after question you have for, to fire. For, like, for like months. Yeah. I mean, that can happen. Yeah. Um, but that's rare. It's very, very rare. Very yeah. rare. Although he was not paying an enterprise uh, service agreement. So that's. Uh, that's another factor. I'm just saying, look, I'm just offering it as like a way of, of like, firstly, it's a great anchor on a sales page. It's like, oh, S, a, you know, SLA five, 5,000 a year for like hundred percent support, you know, like the, the red hat license. Vaguely. Yeah. yeah. And so you just say, yep. Enterprise level support five grand a year. Um, well, I'm just, I've got another meeting directly after this. So probably like another 40 minutes. When? Oh. Uh, okay. Okay, do it in there and leave the door open right here so that we're, we're both available for him. Uh, probably in five minutes, 10 minutes, and then I can have a bit of a break. Sorry. Uh, oh, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's my that's my main goal, and then mm -hmm. exercise. Uh, I'm just gonna do take it easy on the running, and maybe just go once. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, it's uh, try and get that damn course launched. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna get it because, man, every page is taking like two or three days. But um, but the bulk of the content from the middle, the 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 seven. Well, the other, the six lessons that I haven't written is done. I just need to top and tail it with founder fit stuff. So it's more, it's generalist. Now I need to add a founder fit aspect to it. And then I have to finish the final page, which is a thank you and a sort of leading them towards the academy. And hopefully I'll launch it and get it on product hunt and oh, get some, you know, get a few people in there. Yeah. Oh no! I, too. Actually, before I do that, I genuinely want to get it in front of people to for them to review it. So it might be two weeks because I want I I, I want some gritty some people who who really know their shit to look at it and say no or yes, so that I can iterate yeah. it. So maybe that'd be the best goal. It's just maybe get it in front of a couple people. Get it to a state where I can send it to people to for review. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. Cool. All right. Well, it's uh, better get going then. Yeah. Got stuff to do, people to see. Sounds good. Well, <laughs> see you next week then. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, later. Cheers, bye.